Dateline, January 14th, 2012. Previously on Keeping Up With The Joneses. There's some pretty wild storms here in December. For Talk About Reality Bites, mate. I reckon you're not wrong. G'day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 181. And uh, yes, Grant, it looks like there is a storm coming for uh, Milton Jones, the uh, reality TV star of the Channel 10 series Keeping Up With The Joneses. That's right. He's a Northern Territory cattleman and helicopter baron. He has uh, North Australian helicopters, which has a fleet of 41 aircraft running sightseeing flights and charters, as well as mustering and government work across the Northern Territory and Northern Queensland. But uh, that could all be coming to an end for Milton because uh, there's some footage that was taken in the filming of the reality show that shows he may have been a little bit naughty. The year's almost over at Cooley Bar. Yes, and I'll tell you, Grant, that's probably not the only thing that's uh, over for Milton. I'll tell you what, he's going off to court, as you say. He looks like he's been very naughty, and uh, Cassa is alleging that he's been doing all sorts of things, like uh, leaving his helicopter running while he's not in it, and uh, letting kids play around with the controls. He's also been accused of using a helicopter to tow his water skiing teenage son, and uh, Cass is also alleging that he's been flying helicopters under the influence of alcohol, in fact, uh, perhaps uh, flying inside of the eight-hour limit from uh, bottle to throttle. So he's in all sorts of trouble, Grant, and uh, he's going off to the courts to... Uh, try and block Cassa from getting access to any video evidence which uh, might show him doing any of those things they're alleging. Cassa needs the unedited footage to prove the events actually occurred and uh, that they weren't actually made up as part of the entertainment but uh, the interesting part is you'd think that if there was footage that would show it wasn't made up for entertainment that would be just handed straight over but the uh, producer WTFN actually refused to provide any video at all and Cassa wound up raiding the offices to seize the videos. Then Milton went on to uh, federal court and actually challenged the search warrant and uh, as a result the footage has been sealed by the court so CASA cannot use it. It's it's really getting crazy in there. And of course we don't know uh, what the truth of the matter is and we're certainly not alleging anything here but uh, that should make for some interesting uh, stories for us to talk about over the next few weeks I'd reckon. Oh mate I think it's turning into a reality show of its own. Yeah absolutely I, I tell you what I hope they're filming all of this Grant. Oh yeah they've got to be filming all the uh, all the searches and seizures and so on and everyone uh, getting their lawyers sharpening those nasty little pencils but uh, something else that's had the lawyers sharpening their pencils and uh, people jumping up and down has been a unique to Australia airworthiness directive on the Bonanza and Debonair aircraft. Yeah, now this is referring to uh, Beechcraft 33 and 35 models, uh, the the older versions of the uh, Debonair and uh, Bonanza series. There's 270 examples of these aircraft in the country, but only a few of these will be affected by this AD. And this refers to the models that have the, uh, as as described by the AD, a single pole uh, designed for the control system. And it's referring to some cabling uh, for those of you that are pilots and perhaps familiar with the older Bonanzas, they have the single control column that goes down the centre. From what we're reading here, this is what the AD is referring to. That's right, mate. Most people call it the throwover, which is where to hand over control from one pilot to the other, you actually throw the yoke across around a central pivot point to the other pilot, at which point it still goes in and out. But uh, because of this, des- an aspect of this design, the cable that runs from the uh, central pole yoke all the way back to the elevator has become frayed and what happened was that uh, a pilot of one of these aircraft was doing his uh, full and free movement of controls before departure and uh, noticed that the elevator didn't quite feel right. Discovered that the actual cable had frayed, worn through and broken and uh, as a result the spring in the elevator was holding it in the full down deflection position because normally the yoke holds it in uh, neutral or pulls it up against that spring. They then went and checked another aircraft of similar vintage and design and discovered fraying of that 
that cable. It hadn't worn through, but it was showing signs of fraying. Thus, CASA decided to produce the Airworthiness Directive, which says that for these model aircraft, if it hasn't been inspected recently and had the uh, that particular cable inspected, then you can't fly it again until it's been inspected and checked. Now, we've got a copy of the Airworthiness Directive here, and we'll provide a link for that in the show notes there. It might be of interest to some of our uh, pilots from outside Australia as well who own these aircraft or operate them. On my reading of this, it doesn't really affect uh, perhaps the newer models such as the G36, which has uh, two separate control yokes, but uh, certainly if uh, then there's plenty of these older uh, Bonanzas and Debonairs around, and there's plenty of them here in Australia as well, uh, this could be quite concerning. Uh, of course, the news services were coming out this morning uh, saying that, uh, you know, shock horror, general aviation, oh, it's terrible and all that sort of stuff. But as usual, when you read the facts, it's not going to affect that many aircraft at all in this country. But, uh, you know, safety uh, must prevail there. So that's what they're doing. Of course, uh, Bonanzas are a very expensive aircraft to operate uh, in the US. And uh, for, <laughs> that means they're uh, exponentially more expensive to operate here. Hence, there's not that many of them. But speaking of things that there's not that many of, we have another Qantas ambassador. Wow, wow. Let me, let me, is it another bloke? Is it someone cool like John Travolta? No, this one's actually an Australian and she's rather attractive. Miranda Kerr, who's a uh, lingerie model and Orlando Bloom's wife, is a uh, an Australian who's been named as the newest Qantas ambassador, joining John Travolta, who's not Australian but is an ambassador, Kathy Freeman, Mark Webber, Greg Norman, Mark Schwarzer, and John Eels. Ah, uh, yes, mate, Miranda Kerr. You know what? Uh, I'm thinking Qantas is a pretty groovy airline now, Grant. I think we should fly it more often. Oh, mate, you just want to hopefully sit next to her. Well, I'd just like to be able to sit on there without being taxed any more than normal. You're just worried about uh, the whole flow over effect, aren't you? Yes, flow over, something like that. Oh, mate, you just don't want to pay the fat tax. Hey, steady on here, mate. How much more weight do I need to lose? I'm down, what, uh, I don't know what it is in pounds, 17 kilos? How many uh, miles is that? Oh, I think it's about five pounds tuppence, isn't it? Or isn't that uh, 35 euro? I'll tell you what, it means I haven't eaten a Big Mac for 19 weeks, three hours, two minutes, oh, five seconds. No wonder the McDonald's share price went down. And it's dived in this country, mate. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, you think that uh, any airline that tries to bring in a proposed fat tax over here, well, their popularity is going to dive just as quickly. Given that this came from Tony Weber, a former chief economist for Qantas, are you surprised? Not really surprised at all, but uh, Tony Weber did come out. Now, he doesn't actually work for Qantas anymore. He was, as Grant says, a uh, chief number cruncher there for many years, but uh, he's now off running an independent consultancy firm. But uh, he's trying to make the point in the mainstream media this week that they should be introducing a fat tax. We know there's been all sorts of talk about that in other parts of the world. Uh, We've sort of managed to avoid it here. You know, Grant, when I was learning to fly, they worked on the average uh, weight of a passenger being 77 kilos. I think it's still pretty close. That might even be still 77 kilos, mate. In fact, I think my right leg weighs 77 kilos on its own. (laughs) They're seriously considering raising it up. As Tony says, as people weigh more and more, it costs more and more for the aircraft to carry them because of fuel burn and so on. He's saying it would only be an additional cost of about $5 for a flight from Sydney all the way through to London. But still, implementing such a tax would take a lot of effort, especially just to uh, set up all the scales to actually read people weight, not just bag weight. I I tell you what, it'd be a brave airline that would want to bring that in here. And I would think too, let's say that airline A brings it in, airline B, C and D are going to make uh, all sorts of uh, mileage out of that uh, because they're just going to say, well, look, we don't insult you like this. And uh, that's in fact the reason why uh, Tony Weber is saying that even though he's suggesting that it makes all sorts of great economic sense and, you know, on many levels, maybe maybe it does. He also makes the point that uh, no airline will ever be brave enough to do that. Thank goodness. Mate, I think the only way they could actually make it work is if they turned around and offered discounts for those of us below the uh, so-called average weight, which I think in this family is Kit and Nikolai, certainly not me. 
Hmm, well, I guess that means uh, it's going to be considerably longer before I have another Big Mac. Is that what you're saying, Grant? Could very well be, mate. Oh, well, no problem. I'll just buy two seats and be happy. Oh, mate, well, don't forget, there is one airline that's already doing pay-by-the-pound check-in. That's Thromby Air. Ah, the lowest of the low. Our good friends at Thromby Air. You know, they have very transparent pricing policies, I see, on their latest post. (laughs) Indeed. So transparent, you can see right through them. Absolutely. Well, uh, as I contemplate going on my diet for at least one more week, (laughs) oh, God, how depressing. I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm still Grant McCarran. I haven't faded away on my diet yet. (laughs) Where's my water?